welcome to Navigating Change with Shane and Mike across from me. Shane Bishop and my name is Mike Wooten. We are happy to have you join us. This is where we talk about all things in culture and leadership and much more. And we are help. We are here to help you navigate the changes that you're going through in your life. And we are in episode nine, part two, where we are talking about fighting discouragement. Now, before we do that, Shane, you know what day it was recently? It was National uh, Tell the Truth Day. Tell the Truth Day. National Tell the Truth Day, okay? And it wasn't just like, be honest. It was about getting everything off your chest. All right, just your truth, not the truth, because there's a big difference. Yeah. Somebody told me once, they said, that guy really tells it like it is. I said, no, he doesn't. He tells it like he sees it. It may not be how it is at all. So just tell your truth or the truth day, Mike. You know what, Shane? You're asking better questions that I have the ability to answer right now. Well, that's the bad thing about this show. I would be so good at either role, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're just incredible like everything. Right. Yeah. But is there anything you need to get off your chest? No. (laughs) Not a thing? Not a thing. I'm fully vented. (laughs) <laughs> and vetted. Wow. Yeah, I the, don't, uh, I, I, Mike, I don't have stuff stack up on me a whole lot. No, you don't. I, and I, yeah. I think part of it is, is when I'm upset about something, I'm, I, I don't tend to internalize it. Sure. I just tend to kind of get it out. And that comes as a response to being younger when I think I internalized everything and it would just build up, build up, build up, and then it kind of yeah. blows up somewhere. Yeah. So I try to kind of make every day tell the truth day yeah. and kind of express... See, what, what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling in yeah. some kind of safe and functional and productive sure. and non-whiny and, way. And I'm on the younger side of things, so I, I build up until I just explode. I like it. No. I've never seen you explode. No, no, I don't really do that. But uh, I know how to talk things through, Shane. Do you? Maybe. Uh, well, but who do you talk to, Mike? Because it's not me, except on this show. <laughs> yeah. This is the only time we really this is talk. the only time we talk. Uh, yeah, so who do I talk to? I don't know. I, I need an animal or something. <laughs> yeah, then, right. You need a pet. You just got a pet, didn't you? We did. We got a rescue dog. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, does uh, she have a name? I don't know. We, we're kind of debating <laughs> the name. That. I think yeah. everybody's got different names, but it doesn't matter because she's really old, and I don't think she can hear. Well, there you go. So if you talk to her, she won't listen. No. And she doesn't seem to listen, even if she could hear. <laughs> but uh, no, we like her a lot. Yeah. But we do. We got an old rescue dog. Uh-huh. That's really cool. You know, we. But I don't to, talk to her much, Mike. You don't talk no. to her much. No. Well, I'm, I'm, Melissa does. Yeah, your wife. She does. She loves her. I saw a picture on Instagram. Oh, Melissa loves the dog. Immediately, she just just fell in love with her. So that's yeah. great. My kids want a dog, but I don't think we're going to be doing that anytime soon. All right, here we go, Shane. Are you ready for the content today? I am. Okay, well, let's quickly talk. There's a, just a recap of last episode. We talked about the importance of getting through uh, discouragement. We both need to have, or we need to have empathy and toughness. We said that we need to double down on mission, stop feeling sorry for ourselves, be faithful, and remember tough times don't last forever. Now, if you want to hear more about that, just go back to our last episode. Now, Shane, next, when we are fighting discouragement, it's important to learn any lessons that we need to learn. What do you mean by that? I think a lot about the idea that we shouldn't waste our pain. So when difficult things happen, which is when we tend (coughs) to get discouraged, Mm -hmm. I think it's a good thing to ask what can we learn from this? How can we grow through this? How can we come out stronger, better on the other side? I think a lot of times we don't intentionally 
look at what's happening to us and in us when we go through discouraging times. And yeah. all we really want to do is not be discouraged right. anymore. Yeah. And, and I'm going to say there's really no learning curve really in that. It's just avoided yeah. pain. And sometimes for me, part of what helps me overcome yeah. seasons of discouragement yeah. is feel like I'm actually learning something from it. I'm growing from yeah. it. No, that's wonderful. I do think that is where a lot of people sit is that they say, I just don't want to be discouraged anymore. That's correct. They don't actually um, start to find ways to progress. And really, that's what we've been talking about throughout. How do you move forward? Uh, how do you move forward through that? And one of those ways is just to learn lessons that you need to learn. That's a way that we can feel progress. It's a way that we can kind of move things forward. Yeah, you not only move the needle, but you start giving yourself wins. For example, <laughs> let's say I'm discouraged. Yeah. And yesterday I was discouraged all day. Yeah. But today there was like four minutes that I wasn't discouraged. Yeah. That is a win. That's if a there's win. eight minutes tomorrow, I'm not discouraged. Yep. That's a trend. Yeah. And so before <laughs> long, we can start feeling better about stuff. But one of the things I'm really concerned about, particularly with discouragement, is we're just not self-aware. Yeah. We're not self-aware. Even when we're improving, a lot of times we're mm. not self-aware. That's very good. So how yeah. do we create awareness in such a way that right. can help us emerge from Absolutely. discouragement. And, you know, I'm big on this. You may want to write those type of things down. If you had two minutes of encouragement today, right. or if you had six minutes of encouragement today, because those are markers that whenever the discouragement starts to overwhelm us, they'll just get washed away. It's amazing. That's exactly you know, right. we'll think we've always been in this state. No, you haven't always been in this state. And that's a way, like you said, we move the needle forward. That's a way that we get beyond uh, and we fight through discouragement. Speaking of fighting, uh, one of the important things we have to do is attack the distract. When our minds start to go into these other places, uh, we have to attack that, Shane. Uh, how do we attack that? You know, there's an old James Taylor song that he says he finds himself going places where he should not let me go. And I think we need to be aware enough to tell when our mind is just going places yeah, yeah. where it doesn't need to go. Right. One of the things I'd suggest to people is just shut out content that exacerbates your fears or yep. whatever is going on with you. For example, if you're afraid of a pandemic, yeah. then you don't need to watch a lot of scary <laughs> yeah. movies about pandemics. Yes. A lot of that is just good sense, but people don't really use it in no. any kind of way. No. So for me, attack the distract means that if I am ruminating on something that is not positive, not productive, to be able to name yeah. that, yes. to be able to say what's happening, hey, I'm really concerned about this. This really has me down. But the fact is, uh, this just yeah. isn't real. That's right. This and just isn't real. Sometimes I think people let their minds go in that area into places they don't need to go is because they, they kind of incorporate it with like that's their identity or that's what they have to do. Uh, and, and I do think that whenever we start to figure out who we are and from a Christian worldview, we believe that we are, you know, God's children, uh, that we are qualified, that we are called, that we are his, you know, disciples. Uh, that begins to kind of cut those places off. And instead, we don't have to go into a place that's going to put us into sorrow or discouragement. We need to find these pathways that help us find joy and help us find the happiness that Christ, uh, what he defines happiness as. And a lot of times, discouragement is just when we dive into ourselves, when we just get yeah. to be such navel gazers. Yeah, that, that's good. That we just kind of dive into our own dysfunction or into our own drama, and it just gets us down. 
What I've noticed about happier people and people that seem to be encouraged yeah. is they tend to say, you know what, how can I make a difference in a positive way in the lives of others? Yeah. How can I make the world a better place? Yeah. They're not fixated on themselves 24-7, yeah. 365. And a part of the attack at the distract with that, of course, like you just said, encouraging others. You know, if we're really in this season of discouragement, I think we got to check the voices right. that we're listening to. And I know that's one of the things that a lot of us don't like to hear because some of those voices maybe have been around for a while. That's right. But we, if they if they are really keeping us in this season of like not moving forward, we got to at least figure out a way when to mute those uh, voices or sometimes we even got to maybe just uh, split from uh, that relationship for a time. Well, think about the—I love what you said about inviting in. I read somewhere someone said that they were going to get off Facebook because of all the drama. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, are you aware the only Facebook friends you have are the ones that you accepted their invitation? If you're on Twitter, the only things you get, except the things that are sponsored and you can boot those, are the things that you've chosen to get. It's like owning a radio station— and complain about the music when you're the one that chooses the music. And so I think a lot of times the things, the voices that we invite in, whether they be musical or, or media-driven yeah. or television or anything, the books we read, we need yeah. to make sure those voices are helping us, not, not exacerbating yeah. our discouragement. We've got to, sometimes we've got to change our discipline. And I do think there's been seasons for me, Shane, and I don't know if you're the same spot, where I have felt discouraged and like I've shut down social media or other things maybe I would normally watch. It doesn't mean that I would never watch a show that maybe has some sad parts. But for a season, if I'm going through something discouraged, maybe. Let's just, you know, let's, let's put this uh, off for a little while until I can get back to the place. And, and get strong, uh, and and then uh, maybe you know I can enter into those type of content again later. Well, I think just knowing yourself well enough to say this is going to harm me right now. Sure. And then then the other thing is, if it's going to harm me now, maybe it's not the greatest thing to have later either. <laughs> no, absolutely. A lot of times we act like we don't have a rudder on life ship. That, that we live our whole lives somehow in the sea and we just get tossed about by the waves and yeah. we really have no control over things. And I think with discouragement, yeah. one very real piece of control we have is mm-hmm. what we allow into our own heads. Yes, absolutely. Another part about fighting discouragement you've said is that it's important for us to live in victory. And one thing that I love that you've said is that sometimes you got to fake victory until you're living in it. Sometimes you got to fake victory until you're living in it in it. You know, for someone, Shane, who may not quite understand, you know, what's it mean to fake victory until you're living in it, how could you kind of help them navigate through that? I remember I was at a staff meeting once, and I was just talking about things that people in a church have a right to expect from the people they pay. And one of the things I, I flipped out there is for us to be pleasant and, and in a good mood, that, that we have a, a victorious spirit about us, And someone said, what do you expect us to do when we don't feel it? Fake it? And I said, yes. (laughs) Yes. I think a lot of times we we should fake things until we feel them. So I don't feel like being polite today. So I'm so narcissistic that if I don't feel like being polite, that's just your problem. Absolutely not. I think a lot of times we need to display our better natures. 
I think a lot of times we need to show people maybe not how we feel, but how we wish we felt. Right. And a lot of times we will live into mm. our actions. If don't, if we don't do that, our emotions right. will always dictate our actions. And that's a terrible, inconsistent yeah. place to be. I think kids show us a lot about that raising, you know, raising children. A lot of times we'll have a very negative attitude and, and, you know, they need to be shaped. And I know that hopefully we've gone through a shaping period growing up where we can kind of self-manage. But there's still attitudes in all of us that maybe need to be adjusted uh, as we uh, as we get older and as we live through this life. But uh, I think you've connected a little bit to that whole thing, like what I feel is real. You know, what I feel is real, and sometimes that's a good feeling, sometimes that's a negative feeling, but living in victory is a way that we can navigate through that. There's let's all, let's look ahead. at that theologically before you move on. You know, what, what is our reality as Christian people? I would suggest that our true reality is what God says about us, not how we feel. So if God says we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, yeah. then we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Amen. If God says we are beautiful people, we're beautiful people. If God yeah. says we're worth saving, we're worth saving. So sometimes I have to ask myself, what is more real? All my negative and discouraging feelings yeah. or what God says? Yeah. And when I plug into that negativity, I'm making myself my own God. And it's not mm. only a lesser God, it's kind of a poopy one. And so for what I'm saying is if we look at what God says about us, yeah. if God says that we are victorious yeah. and we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us, then we need to lean into that reality. I think part of that, part of that as well is uh, that's the faith element, right? That's absolutely That's it. the faith. Sometimes we walk by faith by saying that we have joy. Sometimes we walk by faith in saying that we are happy people or we uh, should be pleasant. We should love one another. I'm not feeling it yet. Not feeling it 100%, but that's the kind of the biblical promises we have, and that's part of our faith walk. Sometimes I think we categorize faith, you know, walking by faith in different ways, but those are the real everyday things that help us get through uh, uh, and live in victory. All right, finally, Shane, for our last point, we're going to talk about leaning into our call and how that helps us through fighting through a discouragement. You know, there are things that God has put everyone on this planet to do. Really, that comes to fruition through Jesus whenever you give your life to Christ. Why do you think finding those things, uh, leaning into that call, uh, is important for fighting discouragement? I think it gets back to moving the needle just in okay. our own life. So if you're discouraged, let me give you a little exercise. Yeah. Jot down three things that you honestly feel called to do. For example, yeah. if you are married, I would think being called to be a good husband yeah. or wife should be one of them. Yeah, very good. If you have children living at home, I think being a good parent ought to be one of them. If you have a job, I think being an, a, a good employee should be one of them. If you're an employer, being a great employer should be one of them. We're all children of God, so becoming the people God created us to be should be one of them. And I think if we identify these, these goals, if you will, these callings, if you will, and then daily yeah. can make progress in them, I think it's a major way to not only overcome discouragement when we're discouraged, but to keep us in a productive, healthy, and victorious state of mind. Absolutely. And I, you know, it's always hard to say, what does someone, you've talked about very well, these general things that we're called to do. It gets tough to, to tell a person through, you know, a podcast or anything, what they're individually called to do. But there were a couple things on my mind that could help someone individually start to 
figure yeah, out what figure out kind of what uh, people have, uh, kind of their special calls, if you will. And I think the uh, way we can be directed is that whenever you're engaging in something, doing some type of work, and the time passes quickly, uh, that's sometimes a sign about what you're called to do. And what I mean is sometimes, uh, in fact, something like this happened to me recently. I thought 15 minutes went by, but it was really an hour and a half. You know, and that sometimes is a sign, at least you're in the area of what God is calling you to do. You may not be fully doing that yet, uh, but you, you're probably in the area. Uh, or it's something that fills your bucket. And I even think with you, Shane, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but teaching fills your bucket. Teaching is obviously a part of your call. And I think that, I mean, not only do you love it, I think you could just keep doing it and doing it, doing it again. But I think that can help people if they just figure out where's the time going by uh, very quickly, or, or what's filling my bucket, if, if they have no idea what kind of their unique call is, that can start to get them in a direction. You know, Mike, I, I love it. And to put it in a real simple way, figure out what you love doing and then do more of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just real simple. Absolutely. Yeah, finding those things will help you lean into fighting against discouragement. Now, I am curious, though, Mike, you were saying that, like, you did something and it was like an hour and 15 minutes, but it only felt like it was 15 minutes. I'm curious as to what you were doing, because I'm feeling like that may be your true calling, not what you're doing now. So, so let's hear yeah. what you've got. What it, was so, it you were doing yeah. where time, I mean, it was like, like the 80s, people playing Dungeons and Dragons, right? They'd start on Monday, and the next thing they knew, it was three <laughs> weeks from them on a Thursday, and they missed the entire semester. So what do we really have here for you, Mike? What was it you were doing? That engaged yep, yep, you, that, yep. that took you like on a time yep, transport. I, I couldn't believe it. It was uh, preparing for this podcast. <laughs> Shane. Shane. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shane, do you have any closing thoughts just with fighting discouragement before we uh, close up shop for today? I love the Bible verse that says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Yeah. Or timidity, a synonym of that would certainly be discouragement, but of of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And so as you struggle with discouragement, and I think we all do from time to time, as we struggle with discouragement, I think we lean into the positive things in life. We lean into our faith. And we remind ourselves of something very, very important, that we are of great value, that we matter, that we are sons and daughters of the most high God. What do we have to be discouraged about when we are the king's kids? And I think adopting a mentality where what God says about us is more real than how we feel is an absolute Christian key to living a victorious life. Amen. That should help you fight discouragement. Well, we are glad that you joined us on Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. Be sure to describe, subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think, how this is helping you, and please share this with your friends and colleagues. You can follow our blogs at RevShaneBishop.com, RevMikeWoot.com, and find us on social media. Thanks for joining us. Make sure that you keep the change.